following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Because like un- until there are honest repercussions for your actions, actually not yeah. even for you, until you realize that your actions affect people you care about too, yeah. like, I don't think nothing's ever going to change. And no, I'm not wishing for innocent people to be murdered. I'm just saying if it happens... Everywhere you don't want to be, it's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, AG. The Five Minute Warning. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. Once again, it's your boy, Ruben in the house trying to let you know about all the craziness in this world and of course um my partner for the day mo b what's going on mo b what's up man so i thought you was late <laughs> but so i clicked on your link from last week <laughs> Brian, I'm, I'm sitting up here going this motherfucker got me up here and then i was like oh shit this is last week's late let me scroll down <laughs> <laughs> so my bad for being late <laughs> I, I was giving you all the, the f words and i was like this mother wow yeah right. so my bad hey man it's all good you right on time baby right on time yo man how was your week i mean you know it started it, it, it ended and you know i'm still here so i guess that means it was all right i mean yeah AG is a little under the weather he will not be with us this week but he hopes to return back next week and we hope that he recovers him and Boo Love recover you know because I believe they they picked up a little bit of that Rona so you know it affects everybody differently so you know hopefully did, did, you, say, did you say picked up a little bit of that Rona how you just have a little bit of COVID <laughs> I mean, I don't be knowing. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I got a little COVID today. That's it. You know, just it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Ah, so yeah, man, what's going on, Black Morticia Adams? Yep, I was about to talk about it. I mean, so if you lived under a rock, which is possible, or you were doing other things didn't watch his force today which was like me moby yeah philly beat the brakes off of san francisco now before i get into the but did they win the fight though yo i think they won the fight too that's just me because okay i mean because you know i i I was reading scrolling and it was like what the score was and it was like uh 49 players starting the fight so i get it yeah win the game you try to win the fight like you know say we're gonna get a win somehow I mean, Trent Williams. See, man, and that's, and this is what they call what I what I hear people call the bitch in you, because it's four minutes left to go in the game, and you are defending one of your players. I guess one of the other players 
got in somebody's face. And so he took it upon himself to drag the dude. He grabbed the back of his um his shoulder pad, his you know, his shoulder pad and threw him to the ground like he won't nobody. I understand you defending your person. What you should have did is go grab your person and be like, bruh, we got our ass smacked out here and you starting to fight. So Trent Williams then turns around and gets kicked out. And the other dude from from Philly got kicked out too. But still, man, that, that's, that's just a bitch in you, man. And I'm not going to say Trent Williams is a bitch in you because he a big dude. But that other dude who started it, I mean, come on, man. How about this? It's not like Trent Williams is just one of those stay reddish because he he a giant. Oh, and oh, hell yeah. So, so I, I don't I don't even know if it was Trent Williams being a bitch. He was stay Trent ready Williams, and all. He was stay I, ready I, I, I think Trent Williams just always bought that action. Like, like yeah. I'm not saying he wanted to start the fight. I'm just saying Trent Williams won't mad about being able to fight. Bro, all I know is he grabbed that dude's back of his past with one hand and just yoked him down, man. I was like, bro. I mean, have you seen Trent Williams stand beside normal size human oh, beings? Oh, Trent Williams is a big... That dude I mean, first of all, when you see him stand beside, like, giant NFL players, he looks big. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine seeing that dude walking through Walmart. Like, nah, bro, like, you, you are two aisles by yourself. Like, you... <laughs> Yo, yeah, I felt bad for him a little bit because I was like, bro, yeah, really, I understand, man. You gotta, you got, you know, you gotta protect the dude who ain't never been there before and just acted out because he got, you know, he didn't do well the whole day. Because in the grand scheme of things, people want to blame it on them losing Purdy. You know what I'm gonna blame it on? That damn Philly defense. That's what I'm gonna blame it on because Hassan Reddick owned those dudes in the first half and it was I mean the score was it didn't really get blowed out until like the third quarter but like yo man I mean it was it was like what 14 7 at halftime or some shit some oh 21 7 halftime so it wasn't I bad said, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch any of the game I didn't even really keep up with the game for real but what I am watching right now is Patrick Mahomes be out here on one leg being amazing I mean just and, just being amazing and I'm rolling with the Bengals so it's, it's kind of not that I don't why want, are you rolling yeah. with, can, can we talk about this why are you rolling with the Bengals because I like Joe Burrow man oh, Joe okay. Burrow is to me he is he is the ultimate he is one he is one of probably five solid people in the NFL as far as the best leaders in the NFL like straight up leaders Hey, so, you do what so, you so gotta is he a, do. Is he a better leader than Patrick Mahomes? <sighs> you know. And as it, I say, Patrick Mahomes out here being awesome. Yeah, he, he just fumbles. <laughs> but no, that's my I guess, bad. My bad. I did that. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying, man, is like, you know, he he is really he really embodied that that Drake song started from the bottom. Now we hear, like he is like you see that in the dictionary, and you got a picture of Joe Burke. Because he brought, I, look, he brought I the big look. Yeah, I'm a huge Burrow fan. Like, honestly, I'm a yeah. huge Joe Burrow fan. But I'm kind of under the Bamani Jones school of, I just need to not make me hate him. And what I mean by this, like, 
all week I was hearing people like Dan I'll say anything for rating Orlowski tell me how Joe Burrow was the best quarterback in the NFL and I'm just like bro can can we slow down for a minute like it's not an indictment to say Joe Burrow might be the second best quarterback in the NFL but as Bomani Jones says all the time and I 100% agree like can we just acknowledge that Patrick Mahomes is out here being Jordan like it, it, he he well, he just does things that other people can't, and like the dude out here on one leg throwing the dudes that most people don't know and Kelsey. Most <laughs> <laughs> don't know and Kelsey. So this is why I, I mean, say, look, name name two receivers. I mean, I know the fact that it took you that the fact that it took you that long. I know, but you get but every a lot of people can readily name all the weapons Joe Burrow has. <laughs> I mean, I, and look, I, this this not this not an indictment on Joe Burrow at all. Like it's like I, I honestly, I love everything about Joe Burrow swag. Oh, I love yes. the fact that he manages to have like black arrogant guy tendencies, and we don't feel like it's you know he's posing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel like he out here being something he not. I feel like he believed everything he said. Honestly, I feel like Aaron Rod- he's he's the Aaron Rodgers that we like. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, he, he he's Aaron Rodgers if we actually thought Aaron Rodgers had redeeming qualities. Well, I would say he was Aaron Rodgers. He's Aaron Rodgers 5 years ago. No, no. He's He's commercial discount double check Aaron Rodgers because nobody got a problem with that guy. But people have a problem with the actual Aaron Rodgers. But like him on the State Farm commercial, I like that Aaron Rodgers. That Aaron Rodgers cool as shit. Yeah, I yeah. hang out with that Aaron Rodgers. The but, Aaron Rodgers is out here um, not getting stabbed up and acting like everybody else the problem. Like I don't, I don't fuck with that dude. True. So this is what I'll say about. Um, mm. What Dio said last week. He did preface it by saying he's not the best player. But what he was saying is with mechanics and the way things should quarterbacks should move, he is the best mechanical quarterback in the NFL. But hold on. I will say this. I will say this. He's I would say Burrow is really a combination of Brady and Mahomes. And if you want to sprinkle in, it might be too early. I, I wouldn't put any. Um, yeah, I would say yeah, he's a combination of those two because he can do some athletic shit. Because he can he can run like Mahomes a little bit, but he can he's got the mental like Brady. I mean, you you sitting there like disappointed. Yeah, I'm disappointed because like I'm I'm I hate I hate hyperbole guy. I hate. Like I hate no, I hate too soon comparisons. You just compared this dude to the greatest quarterback to ever play, and possibly the greatest quarterback physically we've ever seen, and said he's a combination of both, and he's effectively done nothing. I don't know about that. He's made it to this. Hold on, he's effectively done no more than Dan Marino did. That's a, but that's a huge thing. Once again, but you didn't compare him to Dan Marino. No, you Dan compared Marino can't move. You, you compared him to guys who are winners, like who have won Super Bowl and MVPs. What he's has, and I'm not saying he won't one day. I'm just saying, can we pump the goddamn brakes 
and let him can we just enjoy joe burrow being great and and that be enough like when when i hear somebody like arvlowski say well technically he's the most technically sound quarterback what i really hear in my head is hey he's the quarterback that does things the way the white stereotypical people want you to do because yes is patrick mahomes the most like it's it's like saying hey michael jordan was the best basketball player all the time but i mean when you talk about fundamentally sound guards that john stockton he does things the way you want it done but i mean it's like look i'm not taking nothing away from stockton but you know there's a reason mahomes don't have to be the most technically sound because he's the most fucking physically gifted he does shit that other like the dude just threw a touchdown pass on one leg without setting his feet looking in the other direction with all torque like yeah i don't give a fuck what joe burrow does i don't give a fuck how cool he is or how cool it is to see him on with a cigar hanging out with a whole black a whole bunch of black guys looking like he got wow. more drip than anybody in the world that's all great and i love him for all of that but if you had to pick a quarterback right now for one game to play and you tell me you pick Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to tell you, you are a hyperbole guy. That's it. Not, but I never said that. So. No, I, I didn't say you did. I said if you would and I, tell and me. I would say, And I would say, you know, he is. Now, if he'd be your number I, two, if he'd be your number two choice, yeah. All cool. Yeah, I'm all cool with that. But once I, again, I just, I just, I just hate the inflammatory statements, man. Like, so like, and the thing is, is, it's like you can say he's great without saying he's the best. Like I don't understand why we have to always, why we have to move on from somebody who's great so fast. Well, here's the thing, right? And that's why there are two awards. There's an award for a best quarterback, and there's a best award for MVP. Now, theoretically, you would think if a quarterback's winning MVP, they'd win both. However, you think Joe sometimes Burrow should be the MVP. I just say that. No, I didn't okay, say that. Okay. Thank you. Hell just, to the no. I'm about to say, wait a minute. Like, no, I'm Mahomes, just saying. Mahomes no, Mahomes should be MVP. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes should be MVP. However, if they had a best quarterback award, I would be mad if Burrow got it. That's all I'm saying. And I would. I mean, but be, yeah. Be, that's be, how be, because, of the, because of the weapons you, he has. Like, all right. Here's the thing. I think Joe Burrow would be good on any team. He's already proven that because the Bengals have been trash historically. You yeah. drop Burrow up there and all of a sudden magic, they win. Yeah, yeah. But you mean to tell me you think if Mahomes played on the Bengals right now, this game would even be fucking close? Oh, not even close. Okay. That's all I want to say. We're cool now. As long as, I, as, long as we can acknowledge that. <laughs> I not, I, what I have not done is diminish the, the talent around Burrow because Burrow's okay. talent is amazing. And I'm not saying that he. And he's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not trying to take nothing away from him. But but I what I will say is, if he didn't have Jamar Chase, I don't know if he's playing today. I about to say we they they literally took the probably the most dangerous weapon in the NFL away from Mahomes, and all he did was score 50 touchdowns this year, throw for over 5,000 yards with Kelsey and some dudes. Yeah, now, so, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Kelsey and some dudes. What you're not going to get me to say is Burrow's better than Mahomes. Hell to the no. I'm not going to say that. I refuse to fall into traps like that. However, what I will say is, yeah, you know, I mean, Burrow. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you know, but, but like I said, like sports media people, oh, yeah. like we, we, so, we so quick to move on from anybody who, who does historically, um, 
I guess play position that historically we like white people in. Like we so quick to move on from the black person. Cause like, and I hadn't even thought about this until I heard other people say, like, hey, remember when Russell Wilson won the Super Bowl and owned in Seattle owned the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs for like four years straight? Nobody ever said Russell Wilson was better than Aaron Rodgers. Not one person. So when people go, well, Mahomes is Burrow's undefeated to Mahomes, it's like, yeah, so what? Like, we we going to just pretend that we don't see Mahomes do all the shit he does? Nah, if anything, <laughs> if anything this year solidified how dope Mahomes is. Because you're right. You take away one of the greatest weapons in the past five years away from him, and he does better this year than he did without. So it's like, yeah, that dude is all world. He's going to be all world for the, at least the next five years. Unless, you know, knock on wood, bad things happen to him. I but, think it might be longer than that because he's already well, out here playing on one leg. So it's not like when he gets older yeah. and loses some mobility, I'm like, oh, no, I don't know how he's going to do it. I just said five years because his contract's up in like four. And, you know, he might just be like, you know, I'm happy with the money I got. He almost got a quarter. He almost got a half a million dollars, half a billion dollars. So he might just be like, you know what? I'm going to spend the rest of my life enjoying my life. Who knows? I mean, the way shit's happening in the NFL these days, I mean, you never know what's going to happen with these people. So, yeah. But nah, I mean, it's a tie score now. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? It's it's the, it's it's the Chiefs versus the Bengals. And I'm going to be honest, man. I'm just rooting for Black right now. That's fine. And, and not, not at, like Mahomes over Burrow. I'm just... You know, this would be the first Super Bowl ever with two black starting quarterbacks. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm selfishly rooting for black, and I, I would not apologize for it. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'll be honest, man. You know, I'm rooting for NFC East, regardless of who wins. Because, you know, when, in the grand scheme of things, it's about the NFC East. Yes, I hate that Eagle song t- tremendously. But you know what? There are other teams I hate more than the Eagles. And if they bring a championship back to the NFC East, that just proves that this year the NFC East was the best conference in football. That's what it is. I honestly best I football. I don't know if anybody would really have a problem arguing with that this year. Yeah, so not even yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like and and I've I've for many years thought the NFC has always been one of the worst. I mean, they haven't been the worst because the AFC South, I think, has been the worst division for a long time. Yeah. Like a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, it regard, I think I think the Eagles are going to win regardless who wins today. I think the Eagles, I think that defense. Is I, I think the Eagles is the most talented team in the NFL. Oh, yeah. That defense How, However, nasty. however, if you're going to give me one person to knock off the most talented team in the NFL, give me Jordan, not cool. I, I think Mahomes has enough. Like, look, we saw Mahomes in a Super Bowl playing where he was running for his life and running backwards, throwing 30 yard dimes to receivers yeah. who just refused to catch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so when people talk about when well, he lost the Super Bowl, I'm like, did he lose the Super Bowl? Nah. Or did them bums in front of him lose? Yeah, his dude couldn't catch, his dudes couldn't catch shit that day. They couldn't catch the damn cold. They damn sure couldn't catch the Rona. Hey Dre, if Cincinnati does beat the Chiefs by three points again, 
Like, I don't think this is Joe Burrow beating Mahomes. Like, it's just not. No, it's the to be honest, it's the it's, it's um, the more talent defense. It's just the more talented roster beating the other team. I think the no, I think it's a Kansas City defense. It's regardless of the fact, man, they still questionable as hell. Once again, I just think top to bottom, Cincinnati's got a better roster. Yeah. And Black Morticia Adams, I see you about to knock my stuff over. I mean, damn. I, I know you hit the never mind after I gave your Eagles a compliment, NFC in the NFC East, but don't don't get it twisted. You can get the hate too. Well, I tell you what, man. I I gotta admit, I generally hate all Philly fans. And that's Philly sports in general. <laughs> but but honestly, man, the Eagles fans, I really respect the Eagles fans because they not the Cowboys. They're not Washington. They're obnoxious all the time, but they're not obnoxious in in, in their delusional view yeah. of their own team. They're just obnoxious because they want their team to be great. Yeah, I can respect that. And when they suck, they will tell you them. Yeah, yeah they'll tell you them. Straight. Matter of fact, they'll boo their own team way yeah, before yeah. anybody else boos. Oh God, them. yes, 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 Lord. Yeah, it, you got to be. It's it's hardcore. In Philly. <laughs> it is hardcore in Philly. And honestly, Philly fans deserve to win because all the ownerships for Philly teams for a long time took advantage of the fact that y'all had such great fans in every sport that y'all was going to keep coming to the games no matter what trash lineup they put out there. That's true. <laughs> true that. True that. Because I don't know what they were doing in the in the 80s and 90s, but I guess they were playing football. So, but we're going to move on from this. Hey, man. Let's, 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 Let's do some real talking here. So, of course, um, they released a tape about um, Tyree Nichols. Did you watch you know? it? I did. I did. I, I can't make myself watch it. I, I've, I've got the cliff notes. I've seen short burst clips of it. I just can't make myself watch it because I just don't want to. I don't want to have that hate in my heart, man. No, nah, man. See, you know, here's look, look. First of all. Don't get it twisted. You know, I've had family and police and all that stuff. And here's my here's my biggest thing. My biggest thing about it. How dumb are you? You're going to sit here and say you ain't do none of this shit. You know, whatever, whatever. He resisted. Yada. Motherfucker, you are wearing a body cam. You think like, they're you think they're stupid? I mean, if you, I, I think I think they're just going with the stereotypical playbook that always works for police. But you didn't you deny, and even though people might have video evidence to show you otherwise, you just do you just ride that shaggy train out where you just be like, it wasn't me. Yeah. And generally, you don't go to jail. I mean, you might lose your job, but I mean, you ain't going to jail. Yeah, these motherfuckers might go to jail. But I mean, look, they might. But I mean, would would you put your life on the fact that they go going to jail? I don't and know. the fact that you gotta think that hard means that already think- we've got such a track record that shows no matter how egregious the act is, the police dude ain't going to jail. Yeah. Now, have a couple people going to jail for stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But but it ain't enough to make you feel confident to bet on it. But you, but here's the thing, right? So, but Mem- so I get the Memphis police have on body cams. So of course, like I said, they're gonna ride the lie. 
they're gonna ride the line until you see the footage but here's you know can i get then a shot you're gonna believe me you're gonna believe your eyes no i'm gonna that goddamn camera <laughs> you gonna believe us or your lying eyes but then here, <laughs> but here's the other thing right here's the other thing can i give a shout out to memphis these motherfuckers got cameras in the light poles i was weak because that's the first thing i saw and i was like that's the first camera i saw and i was like bro like i don't even understand i, I just can't watch what, it man so i, I don't I, even understand is, why is, is, this ho- is it horrific like is it as horrific and just uncalled for as as the commentating said oh yeah that's dumb as hell because they basically just said they just pulled him out the car and proceeded the car. to beat him yeah like there was no conversation there was no, no. get out it was just pulled then, him out the car and then he let's, took pra- off let's practice our ass whooping he, then he took they, he took off running and they, of course they chased him and they called the other dudes in so, so now we're gonna have the people that say well he shouldn't have taken off running and I'm gonna be like hey some niggas pulled me out the car and don't say nothing <laughs> I'm dipping too <laughs> exactly right that that wasn't even to me that wasn't even a but you know that's you know you know that's what the people who gonna ride high for the blue lives matter and look i'm not saying i don't think blue lives matter i'm just saying history already lets us know we know blue lives matter it's the black and brown lives that don't seem to matter yeah but here's the crazy part right this out, out of all this shit the crazy part is look man I'm not trying to tell the playbook. I'm not. But damn, man. Like, they they just literally told him to get out the car and yanked him out the goddamn car. They say, you're arrested because of it. Like, they didn't say shit. They just was like, oh, we're just going to pull this motherfucker out the car. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, because really, man, I was like, I was frustrated because I just didn't understand why they just pulled like yeah they just pulled his mother out the car like literally the dude's in his car and then it was like well he was rich for his gun and but, he, but here's the problem with all those lies right none of their body cameras footage says any of it like and that's the thing is like if you know you got a 24-hour camera on you and if you know you got cameras in the damn lights the light poles like I, I don't like at least try to lie. Why? Like, they are not, trying to lie. They're doing the, they're doing the typical playbook. You yeah. say it didn't happen. The footage comes out. You let you let a whole bunch of black people and and quote unquote white people down for the cause come out, burn half the city down. You let it ride out. Ben Crump comes out there and talks about how egregious this is and how he wants somebody to pay. And then five or six weeks later, you know, everybody go about their business. Like I'm not trying to be that cynical guy, but like tell me how any situation has ever ended up any different. Like yeah. the George Floyd thing was probably the only time like people actually went to jail. Yeah. Oh man. I That's mean, the only like, time I can really remember where people really went to jail. Like like honestly, the problem is with the footage, I don't you're right, man. We're gonna be as cynical as hell. If them motherfuckers get off this, yo, I w- like who is that lawyer? His name is not Johnny Cochran, he is dead. Like uh, they're gonna need somebody if, to get him. If these guys manage to get off of this Ooh, and not buddy. like honestly if I live anywhere near Memphis, I would be <laughs> running because they're gonna burn all the black communities down. 
which pisses me off because I'm like, yo, if y'all really well, want to be mad, go, here's go the thing, right? They, they the good thing is they haven't done any of that. Everything's been peaceful because you know, mom came out and was like, look, if you come out here this craziness, you're not about this. Man, they say that all the time. And I, but right now, these people are not breaking hey, shit. Right now, nobody's broken shit. So I'm just saying. Um, I mean, look, maybe we're making progress, man. Like, look, I want to be wrong. Like, as cynical as I sound about everything, I, trust me, I want to be wrong. I but mean, I mean, I guess yeah. the main reason I don't want to watch this is because, like, I don't think like like loving people should think. I don't think like loving Christians, you know, should think about situations like this. Like, I'm not like, hey, I want justice or I want somebody to pay for this. Like, I want them motherfuckers murdered, and I want somebody they care about murdered in front of them. Because like un- until there are honest repercussions for your actions, actually not yeah. even for you. Until you realize that your actions affect people you care about too. Yeah. Like, I don't think nothing's ever going to change. And no, I'm not wishing for innocent people to be murdered. I'm just saying if it happens, like it happens in our community all the time. Which is crazy, right? Because these five black police, former police officers, because they've been fired. Um, like, if I'm correct, they live in Memphis. So it's like none of your shit is safe. <laughs> like... Like why would it? Why would and you yet, do that in your own neighborhood? I, I, I feel kind of bad for their families. Oh man, they man. You, even though I just sat here and said that you know I want somebody they care about to be murdered in front of them, I don't actually want that to happen. I'm just yeah. simply saying, if it happened, it would be just. If they're smart, they will have moved by now. I mean, because, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I made the statement it'd be just. I don't know if it'd be just. I just think, nah, man. Police officers just don't have any repercussions that matter for their actions that's right like i'm not saying i'm not on the whole defund police thing i mean reappropriating funds i think is a better way of saying it but like i'm not even for that like because i'm not saying we do a much better job policing our own communities but what i am saying is police would do things differently if people really really had consequences yeah and yes people can say well people from george floyd got arrested man that's one case out of how many we've seen where somebody went to jail like statistically i'm saying statistically i don't think shit gonna happen to these officers am i wrong hopefully but statistics are on my side oh yeah you're right but the last time this something major like this happened some shit happened so hopefully we're changing that and it wasn't hope, the last hope. time that was the last time we talked about it at a national scale well exactly what's our plan so like you know for what we know the last time something happened so hopefully this will happen again because when the grand scheme of thing look man like oh man they and it, it's not is they went so far with it they went like so unnecessarily far with it you mean and like Rodney King um, yeah, they compared it to Rodney King. And they went just so far. Like, you tase him off. Like, the dude took off and they tried to tase him. They missed. And they took off again. <laughs> they took off after him. And then they held him down. They tased him. They talking about spraying Mason in his face. He's on the ground. And there's five of them. There's that whole I fear for my life shit is gone. When it's five dudes kicking another dude. Like, that ain't there no more. You know, and they were doing this shit for like three to five minutes. So, and that's the thing about it, man. Is it is it hard to watch? Fuck yeah, it's hard to watch. Keep my language. And it's really, and it's super unnecessary. Like, 
super unnecessary. You know, so and that to me, that's the difference. Like, honestly, it would have been, and I'm gonna say this, and I probably shouldn't, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It probably would have been better for him if they just shot him. That's how far these motherfuckers went. Like they broke out the tapes, they broke out the damn um, baton and f- was fucking with it with the baton. I'm just like, yo, bro, like y'all doing the most. Y'all doing the most. And then, literally, for the group to be called Scorpion, which they say they canceled. Yeah, whatever. I believe that when I don't see it. And it stands for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. What part of restoring peace is that? Like, if this was y'all got to do to restore peace, it'd be, you know what? And it's, I first was going to say, you know, it'd be different. It was like a drug deal or something. Nah, man. If it happened like this, this ain't, it ain't good for that. So the fact they shut it down, probably a good thing in Memphis, you know? So yeah, it's, it's jacked up, man. It's real jacked up. And, you know, every negative thing that can happen to them, I hope they get. Four of them made bail, the other one's not. Yo, that, mm, that's messed up. They didn't get his boy out. They didn't get the last one out. Man, he might not make it because j- cop jail for cops is not a cool thing you know so he'll probably be in protective custody anyway and then on They'll top probably of have him isolated and then how how can we possibly make matters worse we heard from yo boy bro jason whitlock is the worst he did is you, the, did you see that thing i texted you i i don't the know anything no but did you hear what he said? It's Jason Whitlock. Like, there's nobody on earth in the sports media that tap dances more for white people than him. So I know it was something, uh, some time coonery. So he started off with this statement. Quote, there's a racial element and this story is about young black men and their inability to treat each other in a humane way. Everybody involved in this on the street levels, either 24 to 32 years old, everybody. It was a group of young black men, five on one, looked like gang violence to me. Now, I will give him the gang violence sentence because that's what it fucking looked like. It looked like somebody jumped somebody. That's there's what it so, looked like. There's I, so I'm many not, ways he could have said that that wouldn't yep. have made him sound like a coon. Oh, but that's not it. That's <clears> not <throat> the coony part. Oh, 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 no. This one, and this is Jason Whitlock. This is not me saying this. "Quote: It looked like what happened. What it looked like what young black men do when they're supervised by a single black woman." Unquote. The chief of police is a single black female, and this motherfucker pretty much said that this is because of single moms. Literally, this is like, and then oh, he couldn't stop there quote and that's what they're going in on the police the memphis police department they've elected some or put some black woman in charge of the police force and we're we are getting the same type of kind of chaos and disunity and violence that we see in a lot of these cities run by single mothers unquote bro like this nigga is such a cool oh my god man you know he's literally the live action 
Uncle Ruckus, man. The first, the first statement, yes, the gang vibes shit. He probably- the first statement he could have made in a way that didn't sound like Coonery. He could have been like, "Hey, man, it looks strangely suspicious that cops randomly pulled this guy out and started beating him." Seemed personal. Like he could have said it seemed yeah. more personal yeah. than like <clears throat> law abiding, like law supervisor. Hey, five black cops beat up a black person for what? You know, or something to that effect. You know, but you're right. The gang vibes things a little bit. He should have. He could have just stopped there, but no. He took a shot at the damn chief of police because she is a single mother. Are you kidding me right now? This dude right here is basically saying this shit happens in non-two parent homes. I mean, what? I didn't realize he was Doctor Fucking Phil. I didn't realize he's got stats. I didn't realize that somebody gives a damn. Because, of course, they put this motherfucker on Fox News. And, yeah, I can't with this. I can't with this guy. Jason Whitlock is trash. And that's what it is. Um, And I got no more to say about him because, you know, that's a straight up fuck that guy. You know? <laughs> Black Morticia Adams, he was standing there like, hang him. I got the rope right here. I mean, I mean, no lies detected. Coon gone coon, man. Yeah, man, this dude is the worst. The worst. Like, it's just, it is more annoying that people pay him to say this shit. I think that's what annoyed me the most. He gets paid to say this shit. He ain't no different than all the other black people that get paid to say all the things white people want to say. He ain't no different. Yep. Who, who, well, who's, the, who's the black chick we always talk about? Used to ride with Trump or whatnot. You talking about Candace Owens? Yeah, I mean, like, ain't no difference. And that's the thing, right? Here's the thing with Candace Owens. There are times she sounds like she hates black people, and then there are times when she says some real shit. And it's like, can you say more of the real shit than the other shit that people pay you to say? Like when she talks about education and how shitty it is in the United States and how it disenfranchises black people I mean that's legit it is but the the but reasoning then, and the reasoning and sincerity behind that statement is not exactly and so you gotta deal with that you gotta deal with the other half of that bullshit so yeah man <sighs> you know and I you know I remember I called you Friday and asked why we get this email that's why we got the email because apparently yeah. there were some protest there were protests and stuff in a lot of your major cities um which everything was peaceful you know and gov- eh, governor president biden because apparently he he was like yeah the people in the house blocking the joy floyd bill and i'm just like oh god and <laughs> you know getting that out of congress is going to be interesting I, I I just don't understand. I do because you got a you got a dumbass bitch who sit there and is mad that um, our president released some of the oil from the stockpiles to lower gas prices, and she mad about that. Well, he did that for political reasons. How about he did that to lower the gas price from five dollars to three something? 
And even if he did it for political reasons, they're politicians. Most of the stuff they do are for political reasons. Exactly. I mean, whether whether we want to, you know, pretend that these politicians are good people or not, not saying that they're all bad people. I'm just saying, like, how you gonna be mad at a politician for doing political shit? Yeah. And, and God like knows. Their, their, their job is to try to get reelected. Like, I know people think, oh, no, their job is to work for the people. Man, bitch, please. Like, their job is to work for the people the same way people at McDonald's job is to deliver great customer service to their family. Come on, man, look, they there for a check, man. They there to try not get fired, you know, get their check, and go home. Yeah. Politicians are trying to get reelected so they can keep getting those money and the money and all the benefits they yeah. get. Well, now, yeah. do some of them want to do some good shit along the way? Sure. I'm sure a lot of them do. And you know what? If the president wants to do some good shit for the people who he serves, <gasps> oh my God, he's doing his job. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to do my job, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just, yeah, man. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the worst. And her bill to stop him from using that um, the, that um, surplus got destroyed. I like everybody like I think they said 18, pe- 18 people voted Bruh, for it if this was hockey I'd put you in the penalty box just for mentioning anything she said man <laughs> <laughs> like why are we even discussing that <laughs> cause man sometimes you gotta talk about dumb people just sometimes not all the time you're right though um, so with that being said um yo man so did you it was a couple days ago you watch Sports Center anymore I mean, when I have time, when I don't much. Usually around at, at nighttime. You're probably asleep, though. Around 11, 12. I wish. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Did you see what happened like a couple days ago nope. when the Uber Eats dude walked onto the court of the Duquesne um, and Loyola game? No. Like, literally, they're playing basketball. And the Uber Eats dude literally has a bag. And he's literally walking on the court trying to find somebody who ordered Uber Eats in the damn arena. And that's a dude dedicated to his job, man. Yeah, I guess he didn't realize he was on the court. Or he's like, fuck it. And they were they were. He's like, I'm trying, trying to get this good review, baby. I'm trying to get this good <laughs> review, baby. Like, <laughs> like, he was literally a foot away from somebody to three-point line down there. Because he was on the court on the same side. So, so was he really an Uber Eats guy, or was he somebody just trying to find his way onto the court? <laughs> You know, it was it was crazy because like they're playing basketball. Uh, Dre, Dre skeptical said it was a plant. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good plant. He about to come out and be like he was bleeding. He wasn't really bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because apparently, um, it was it was a bag of McDonald's, and you know, he just yeah. They let you bring McDonald's into the arena. Um, look, man. I guess Uber Eats. It doesn't fucking matter where you go. I guess they, that's how they do. And apparently somebody put a, a tweet about it and Uber Eats re- replied to it like, nothing but net. And I was like, come on, bro. That's that's, that's funny shit, though. <laughs> but it's like, bro, you just, like, literally, man, he's, like, on the phone and he's, like, walking with a bag in his hand. Five-star rate, baby. Bro. <laughs> it was hilarious. A um, couple quick hits, then we'll go to you. So, I mean... Rhode Island Police Department, man. For all the dumb shit that police do, every once in a while they do some cool shit. So, apparently this kid called them 
and was like, yo, can you test um, this cookie and some carrots for DNA to see if Santa Claus ate them? I was like, what? I, like, I was reading this. I was like, what? Cause I guess he left, you know, Santa Claus left him there at his house with... He, I guess Santa Claus didn't want to eat the whole damn cookie or eat all the carrots. So he left some, he left like, you know, half eaten cookies and carrots. So, he, you know, the kid called the um, police department was like, yo, can I do a DNA test to see if these came from Santa? And so, of course, you know, basically what happened was they did send, it was a girl, they did send her a picture saying that you know, basically, yeah, Santa was around. It would they uncovered evidence in support. It was a photo of a deer in the area on Christmas Eve, like a reindeer. And I guess it fooled the kid that oh, Santa, it was Santa. I'm like, bitch, like why are you bothering me with this DNA for damn Santa Claus? But I guess you know they didn't say how old the kid was. I don't think I don't remember seeing it. Nah, they did say how old it was. So kid was probably like three or four. But they was she was smart enough to call the police for a DNA test on on cookies to see if Santa Claus came and ate them. Like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um and then of course these days, you know, take your pet anywhere a day. You know, like I hate animals and cars and shit because that's just foul. Like I just, I don't I don't I just don't like it because all you're gonna do is put the window up or they're gonna bark trying to get out and shit. So apparently this dude decided to take his horse to McDonald's, and you know in his truck, the horse is in the back in the back of the not the back of the pickup truck, but inside the pickup truck. I guess it was a a baby horse or whatever, and the horse got got the head sticking uh, out. A baby horse, calf. Yeah, whatever. It was a baby um, horse. <laughs> it was in an SUV. So I guess it was... Yeah, it doesn't really say what it was, but they say it was in Australia, so I guess they do things a little differently there. And um, yeah, man, the horses, they drove up to McDonald's. And I guess the horse ordered the ice cream. So the horse, you know, got his ice cream. And it was happy. Fuck like, right now, I mean, horses. It was fake. Because security never saw nah man see his i knew he i knew james would come say some bullshit about that that shit was on um um uh scott van pelt that night <laughs> and i guess my thing is my hope is espn would double or triple check shit to see if shit really happened so your security thing yeah apparently that ain't work so and, I, and these days, you can have people, like, you can order stuff, and they'll bring it to you. Yeah, but I didn't think you'd be able to get it into the arena. Cause no, no, you they're in let- the arena. So, like, oh. at, at, in Washington, like, you can order from your phone, and somebody will bring the food to your seat. So, it was something like that. And I guess Uber Eats runs that in that, in that stadium, that arena. So, so yes. Yeah, do your background. How about get off my case? Do your background. Yeah, whatever. Do your research. <laughs> do your background. <laughs> See, and that's why we don't listen to it. But yeah, man. 
what's going on? What, what are we doing? What are we talking about tonight, Moby? I mean, I guess, hey, ta- Tales from the Rec League? How, how the Rec I mean, League goes this weekend? Well, the Rec League was the Rec League. You got win? We actually took a great loss Saturday. What? Yeah, I'm so happy. I was, I was happy that we lost. I wasn't happy with the way we lost because we lost because the referees basically told us that, <laughs> the referees basically told us that um, the other team was allowed to foul us but we couldn't foul them because we were bigger so and, we and had free we had 23 fouls against us jeez how many people foul up they had nobody everybody on our team almost had four fouls but um, they had I think seven total fouls and one foul, the girl clotheslined our girl. And the referee, it almost looked like a piece of his soul died that he had to blow the whistle against us. Like, he, he against them. Like, they desperately did not want to call fouls on these, like, small white girls. And literally, the referee told us, well, you're bigger, so we're not going to call fouls on them. What? And their coach in the second half. So they, they only made two shots in the second half. They made all their points from the free throw line in the second half. And their offense was, we're going to pass the ball to each other. We're going to physically run into you while we dribble. We'll stare at the referee. If he blows the whistle, we'll go to the foul line. If not, we'll pass it to the other person on the top of the key. And they'll, like, they had a possession that lasted 48 seconds in which the girls just kept handing each other the ball off, running into our chest, seeing if the ref was going to call a foul, and then passing it to the other girl, just going back and forth. And then their coach just kept saying, how many fouls do they have now? How many fouls do they have now? Are we in the bonus yet? Are we in the bonus yet? And then after the game, their coach apologized to us, saying, yeah, I know the calls were really lopsided. I promise you I didn't pay the referees off. And then all of his girls proceeded to go to the referees and shake their hands and say, thank you. I'm not making that shit up. That happened. All of their kids went to the referee and shook their hands and thanked them for officiating the game. Now, the league official said, oh, he has them do that every game. But I was just like, yeah, but in a game in which we almost had three times as many fouls, no, actually, we did have three times as many fouls called against us as them, it's not a very good aesthetic look. And they beat us by five. Now, I was happy we lost because our girls started to feel themselves a little too much and they were starting to not do any of the stuff we were asking to do because... Fuck, fuck we know we just coaches like they out there balling but today I mean we beat the shit out of some team today mm. it, and the leading scorer on the other team yesterday had scored 24 points and today she scored 5 and a large part of that was because she met um, a person on our team that wears the number 33 and she okay. met her at half court um, she was they were dominating at first. They scored four points. And we were down four nothing. We already had like six turnovers. Is that domination in your league? I mean, considering that they got four points in like a minute and a half, and we were at zero, and we already had six turnovers. Jeez. So Kara just couldn't get right, and their leading scorer was at the top of the at half court, meeting their half court, and Kara was just I don't know acting like she forgot how to dribble. <laughs> so she was just picking the ball up and just lobbing it to somebody. Well, we called a timeout. 
um, we gave, or well, I gave Kira some very stern motivational words, which meant absolutely nothing to her because as soon as the timeout was over, she turned the ball over two more times. So we called another timeout and I was like, look, either you're going to play or you're not. Like, we'll, we'll take you out and we can go home. And Cadence looked at her and gave her a nod. And the next time Kira went down, came to bring the ball down court, Kira just immediately sprinted to the right while she was dribbling. And the girl guarding her ran full speed into Cadence, who was setting a screen. <laughs> and she ran full speed into Cadence. And Cadence did not budge, did not move, did and not flinch. Not at all. It was a, it was a perfectly legal screen, but that girl's whole momentum changed. <laughs> I know it hurt her because for the rest of the game, because Kira just drove by, got a layup. For the rest of the game, she was constantly looking around because she didn't want to get hit again. She didn't want and that then, smoke. Nope, not at all. <laughs> and then I felt bad for her because towards the end of the game, they threw a pass to her, and our center Kim, like was trying was trying to get intercept the pass. And smooth ran over her like, like she was a wide receiver coming across the middle, and Kim was playing safety in the '80s. Like it was just bad, and like literally, this girl who scored 24 points the game before and was obnoxious as hell all game because her teammates can be about to shoot a layup and she'll be by the three-point line screaming for them to pass her the ball. She was amazingly quiet today. She well, didn't want. She didn't call for the ball at all today. Mainly because players. she didn't want to get hit again. <laughs> we, it, it, it was like they gave her the Detroit Pistons Jordan rules, man. They was just like, yo, if she, she comes in the ball. lane, if she yeah. comes in the lane, she got to get hit. <laughs> but it was amazing. Like this one play where Caden set a screen, we went on like a 17 to one run after that. Oh, it was like it was like they were like that girl didn't want nothing. It all of a sudden Kara was like, "All right, I'm cool now." <laughs> and then her team was like, "Nah, this just we didn't sign up for this shit." Kara Kara started to feel herself, and on a fast, well, it was kind of a fast break because Kara was ahead, but that other girl was like fast as shit and was catching her, and Kara just decided, you know, I could hit this layup or I could get fouled. Or I could stop on a dime at the free throw line, do a James Harden step back, float the shot up, and start backpedaling before the ball goes in Shut like up, Steph man. Curry. That I swear to God, that's exactly what happened. Wow. She stopped on the free throw line, did a step back, shot a floating jump shot while she was fading away, and was backpedaling before the ball went in. Like was like, and I was like, man, I and she couldn't help but smile. Like, cause I'm like, I don't know if you meant for it to look that pretty or did you just panic because you knew this girl was about to block your shot. But either way, it looked good. Looked good. I mean, she got damn near standing ovation for the move. <laughs> like when, when you see a 12 and under game, you see somebody hit a step back and then it looked like the girl got teleported into the front row because she just kept her momentum just carried her all the way under the basket. Like there, she had no idea that even Kara knew she was there oh, or shit. that she was going to stop that much. Like it was, it was embarrassing. Oh, if it was, if it was an one mixtape, it'd have been a whole, it'd be some motherfuckers running on the court. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see that? You see the fat guy with the micro with, with the microphone? Yeah. Somebody would have been yelling out. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. That dude had the greatest job in the world, didn't he? Like he got to travel around and just talk shit on the microphone about guys doing things that he was probably never capable of doing. Yeah. He's and he got paid for it. Damn. He got paid to MC a basketball game. She's about to win this shit. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I mean, who, who knows, man? You know, Joe Burrow's the greatest quarterback in the world. So. He's so tough. He's so tough. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll make sure they come back. He'll go out there and block the field goal or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, be, and uh, then after the game, wear 16 gold chains and talk about food scarcity in Ohio. It's hard uh, not to like that guy, man. That guy's awesome. I was gonna say, what the fuck, man? That's that's awesome. Once again, I don't dislike the guy. I love Joe Burrow. I love everything about Joe Burrow, except for all the white commentators trying to tell me he's the best quarterback. <laughs> What? <laughs> Since Dre brought it up, you see the rumble last night? No, I didn't. How um, was it? I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was interesting. Who, who, who were the spe- who were the the surprise people that came out? For who the men? Either uh, none. Michelle McCool came from her seat because they showed her early in the in the day. I didn't think nothing about it, but then she was number twenty five, and she was sitting beside her kids. And literally, she took off her shirt, showing how cut she was, how many packs of, of six she had, and got in the ring. And Yo, that like is the greatest days. description of abs ever. How many packs of six she got? <laughs> Yo, man, she got there last year. Like, hey, Jackson came back. Yo, number thirty, and she got thrown out very quickly. Chelsea Green came back. She now is the quickest kick out ever. Oh, Booker T- Booker T was out there. Yeah, I mean, yes, whatever. Um, they had some NXT girls. Um, yeah, well, not great. Michelle McCool to me, like they showed Michelle McCool in the crowd, but it was in San Antonio. They live, you know, her and Undertaker live in San Antonio, so it made sense. Um, but yeah, not I, I give them credit though, because she didn't look like she was dressed for nothing, and she literally took off her jacket. She had on her sports bra. She had her abs of packs and got it jumped. Bro, around. you went from saying how many packs of six to abs of pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was cut, bro. She jumped over the joint, got in the ring, and lasted for like 25 minutes. I was like, damn. You know? So man, uh, I actually forgot about the Royal Rumble, man. Yeah, the put the the you know, uh what you know, the winners won. Uh, you know, Cody won, and then um, uh, Rhea Ripley went from she was number one, and she she finished it. So that was cool. Um, what else? I, you know, the whole Sami Zayn thing was gonna happen. You know, he hit Roman Reigns in the back with a chair. Really? That was not that he did not hit him out of bounds. Boo call as a bad call. That is a bad call. Mm. That's a bad call. The the ex defender in me hates that. Hates that. Like, bro, what do you that's, want me to do? That's a horrible call because he like, what do you what do you, him. you want me to do? Yeah. You want me you want me to magically make my momentum stop because Patrick Mahomes is limping and can't keep running? Okay. Uh, now that I see a slow motion. He didn't have to push him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. 
that that's but, what it is. But the thing is, a lot of that happened because Patrick Mahomes was trying to stop running as soon as his foot hit out of bounds. Yeah. But it, so I, so it's it's it, it, by the letter of the law, it's definitely a penalty. I'm just saying, as a defender, I hate that. But like, a, I, b- I would, b- because I get the defender standpoint, but it's wrong. He shouldn't have done it. But the problem the is, ex- he put, see, his, see, he put his hands up. If he bounds, was a fat guy, I would understand it. Yeah, because as a fat guy, when I was three hundred pounds playing football, if I ran that fucking far, I was gonna hit somebody. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, like if I was that, I was gonna hit somebody. Yeah. So I mean, the thing, the thing about it is, he literally pushed, like he put his hands up when Patrick Mahomes was out of bounds. Yeah. And I, yeah. I know that was instinct, but bro, you, you know. See, it, here's man. the thing. Part of it's instinct, and part of it is. This dude running in front of you just stopped, so I'm about to run into him. So, like, is it you're trying to push him, or is that like, hey, I'm trying not to run into you, but I happen to be 260 pounds, so I'm going to push you. Once again, as a fat guy, if I'm running that far, I'm probably hitting you too. Just yeah, but Kansas City just won this shit. So, yeah, but I, I'm I'm mad they won this way because all the all the Joe Burrow white apologists are going to be like. Well, he didn't really lose the game. His defender let him down. Even though when when Patrick Mahomes lost to Tom Brady in AFC Championship because D Ford jumped off sides, nobody said, "Well, Patrick Mahomes didn't lose the game." No, I would I would say that honestly, Kansas City defense came to play today. I mean, they got like I don't know, like six or seven sacks on Joe Burrow today. Hey, it's cool, baby. Like. Yeah. All black Super Bowl, baby. All black everything. Oh, Jesus. So, we yeah, about man. to put on Malcolm X shirts at the Super Bowl party. They're going to have Obama do the coin toss. It's about to be all black everything. And hold, on, hold on. The, the, the NFL ain't about to push black like that. And but know, but the rip. rest of us can. <laughs> you know you what you know the, the irony of all this is? Because you said all that. You know it's in Arizona. That's even better. I know. That is even <laughs> better. By the time I get to Arizona. Oh, man. What's on your mind, bro? I'm glad you asked, sir. You got a lot on my mind. Uh-oh. But I want to focus it on one thing, man. All right. We got to quit with this double standard of domestic violence, man. Okay. And maybe I'm reaching, but if you let me, if you let me finish my point... I think I can make it make sense. I'm not going to stop. Um, there is a double standard that exists in society about men and women having violence towards the other. Now, of course, I am not going to sit here for a second and say that abuse against women is not a very known thing, that it's not horrible, but it allows women to get away with things that men could never get away with and here's my example radio so we're we're driving home from a rec basketball game we're riding hot we just had a good win you know the girls in the back they know all the latest songs that I don't know especially about the R&B female because I feel like all the R&B females are just depressed because like don't none of them have a song about anything happy it's all it's all life is miserable this nigga did me wrong yada 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 i don't know if it's just that all the r&b females are depressed or if they're just 
or if they're just basically giving the people what they want. Don't know which one it is, but that's what's happening. So then a song comes on the radio by SZA. And I am a lyrical guy. So the the melody's up. I'm like, okay, interesting melody. I kind of, you know, it's catchy. And then my girl starts singing the lyrics to the song. And I'm going, this is problematic. So the song is called, I Might Kill My Ex. Not the best idea. That's literally what the song is called. So the hook goes, I might, I might kill my ex. Not the best idea. His girlfriend's next. How'd I get here? I might kill my ex. I still love him though. Rather be in jail than alone. And I begin, and I begin to think. I begin to think. I was like, you know, artistically, I get it. You just totally captured how someone might feel seeing their ex, who they're still very much in love with, move on when they haven't moved on. But then I begin to think, could you imagine if a dude made that song? <laughs> do you do you think for do you think there's any fucking chance in hell that song gets on the radio? If some dude says I might kill my ex, her boyfriend's next. Hey man, we did all all the people who march about domestic violence would be at radio stations, posted up, going, "You can't play this song that's advocating domestic violence." Now, I was thinking, hey, maybe this is a one-off. No, Dixie Chicks had the song "Goodbye Earl." Yeah. I mean, there there have been so many songs about women doing irreparable things to men, and we don't think anything of it. Because it's hey, it's just it's just women expressing their <laughs> anger and hurt. But I like I said, that. if a dude sang that song, bro, could you imagine Chris Brown? singing I might kill my ex like could you imagine could you imagine like I, I, it's been what six seven years since the whole Rihanna thing could you imagine Chris Brown could you imagine Chris Brown being on the remix with SZA to I might kill my ex do you know how much canceling people would be trying to do with Chris Brown <laughs> This nigga would be like every fucking show on CBS. He would be canceled. He'd be like any show Blair Underwood's been attached to. He would be canceled before season two. Oh my God. He's so foul. (laughs) How dare you mention his name on the show? But I understand the point. So, So pass. I I am not saying that I am comparing or saying that that's some great benefit women have to domestic violence that they get to make songs about it. I'm just saying, like, can the double standard that exists. So there's a there's a scenario that I'll lay out to you. So let's just say there's somebody I know, hypothetically, that has a has a crazy chick accuse him of rape. Accuse him of rape, and everybody in his immediate circle is saying, Dog, how could you be so stupid? How could you be dealing with somebody 
that's this crazy what did he do wrong he got accused of something he didn't do could you imagine if we treated a, a female rape victim like that which we do standard society wise we do but since the me too movement, we've been trying to be more conscious of that so if a woman said you know if a woman goes out three in the morning gets blitz drunk wearing a whore attire walks into a frat house and gets raped we don't go why would you go there why were you dressed like that how could you be so stupid no today we go hey you had no right to be assaulted like that and those men should pay but a guy doing the reverse a guy being accused of something he didn't do we go I mean, you knew that chick was crazy that's your fault <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's such a society double standard it just I feel like we'll never move forward when it comes to issues of domestic violence until we can really realize hey man you know this shit go both ways right it really does go both ways now I'm not saying domestic abuse amongst women isn't more prevalent clearly that is more prevalent I'm just saying can we treat it all the same that's all that's on my mind man listen to my 11 and 12 year olds saying I might kill my ex and I'm just thinking god damn it how problematic is this did you correct them at this point in time, what am I going to do? Am I going to say, hey, you know this is a song about domestic violence and you should be opposed to that? Because they're already good human beings. They know they are. But it's a catchy fucking song that's on the radio. I can't stop them from playing it on the radio. It ain't like they would... Once again, if this song was on the album, I wouldn't have had as much of an issue with it because I'd be like, hey, I don't want to censor artistic expression. I get what she means she's basically just expressing the hurt i get that she's not advocating doing that but when it becomes a single on the radio it's problematic once again it's only problematic because like i said if any male r&b artist made that song no fucking way it gets played on the radio not at all not even close maybe i'm reading too much into it but yeah i I I couldn't help it the closest thing we got is Big Sean with I don't fuck with you. That's literally the closest And that's literally him saying I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. I'm not dealing with you anymore. That's not him saying I'm going to kill my ex. No. And your boyfriend's next. Yeah, that's that's a little bit much. And, and the also, lyrics of that song in the verse are actually worse than the hook. I don't need to know. I will say this hey, though. Catchy tune though. It, it is a catchy tune though. <laughs> and, then, say- and, then, and then she has the audacity to say, I did it all for love. Do you realize how problematic it is? Like how many how many lifetime movies have we seen where the guy kills the girl's boyfriend and says, But I did it because I love you. With Can't TV you see Patrick. how much I love you? Yeah, especially the ones with T V Patrick Duffy on it. So I mean, is that half of them? mostly yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'll say this carrie underwood has a song about you know jack making smashing your headlights and messing up your your vehicle and yeah i'd be in jail after that um bro no let me funny funny story man 
I, uh, because you said that funny story time so one of my friends mm-hmm. had that happen to him mm. when I was I think I was still in I was yeah I just went to ODU my first year at ODU okay one of my friends had that he bought he had just bought an Acura TL and if you know in the late 90s and 2000 if a young black male had an Acura TL that, that was like the nigga the equivalent of balling yeah yeah so I was like, bro, how you get this accurate TL? You balling like that? And he was like, nah, man, I had um a old like Oldsmobile Cutlass. Yeah. And he was like, but you know, he had all this, you know, he had niggered it out. So he had all the, the rims and the the stereo system, you know, and he had all the receipts for all that. Wow. So his ex-girlfriend smashed his shit up. Like straight smashed his shit up. He knew he she he knew she did it. And he was like, bruh, she smashed my shit up. I did that insurance claim, got that fat ass insurance check for my car, put a down payment on this accurate TL. He said, and then I drove to her house in my accurate TL. I knocked on her door. When she opened the door up, she thought I was going to be mad. I gave her a hug and said, thank you for allowing me to get my dream car. And I drove off. And I said, bro, that was the coldest shit ever. <laughs> coldest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> yeah, that is cold. And then I was like, bro, did you park in a different location? Because like I wouldn't have felt safe about any of oh, my shit. definitely not. <laughs> He was like, no, nah, I had a restraining order against her and shit. But I'm like, damn. Wow. I just thought that was the coldest shit ever. I drove to her house and hugged her and thanked her for allowing me to get this accurate TL. Wow. That is cold. That is cold. So, so I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought that I, that just reminded me that was a funny ass story. Nah, nah, you good, you good. So going back to the board, um, Dre talking about Andy Beast Eagles, he retires. First of all, I'm going to say this very nicely. There's absolutely positively no way that Rihanna's going to draw in more people than Dr. Dre did last year. I don't think that's, I don't think any, any other black artist can do that. What about Beyonce? Because <sighs> I'd, I'd argue with you about that, like, just the thought of Beyonce well, popping up Beyonce, at halftime. Well, the beehive be buzzing. But Beyonce has done a Super Bowl already. So, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and it was buzzing. It was. It was. Actually, she's been in two. Yeah. But but let's be real. Dre, I mean, are you, you're sitting here telling me, Dre, that Rihanna's better than Dr. Dre. Man, you better keep it pushing. I'm not even going to entertain that argument. I'm just not. Um, you see, it ain't, a, it ain't about better. It's about who has the more, who's going to bring more eyes. And I would argue that most of the people who are fan of Dr. Dre were probably going to watch the Super Bowl anyway. Uh, you know, I'm going to say... A lot of people are probably going to watch the Super Bowl anyway. But you say Beyonce or even Rihanna is going to come over there. There's going to be people that don't even watch the game that are going to tune in to see halftime. Especially now that Rihanna got that song on the Black Panther soundtrack. Like, I don't think she's going to sing it, but that song is huge right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. The, the so, song that sang performed at the end of Black Panther movie. I don't remember where it is. Oh, it's been, I'm, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, KB Yako, that was cold blooded. That was that was a, a, a snipe cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, I ain't mad at you though. I ain't mad at her for doing it. Cause hey man, if you if you talk that talk, you gotta take it. We ain't take that. Um nobody cares about Nick Cannon. We're not talking about him. Brother out here on one leg being awesome. That's yeah. all that's all Patrick Mahomes did. Come out here on one leg and be awesome. Yeah. So what's on my mind is 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 it's very simple. You know. Yo, man, it's about to be February. It's about to be the shortest month of the year. And Let's it's celebrate black blackness. Black Let's celebrate blackness. <laughs> it's celebrate black blackness. Limited time only. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to say this one thing, and then I'm going to just let it go. I'm just going to let it go. Hey, man. You know, we celebrate Black History Month in a couple days. Yep, and we're going to have two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, baby. You yeah. know they're going to talk about that all week. I mean, that's not what I was about to say. Two weeks. That's not what I was about Somebody to say. going to talk about it all week. Yeah, but I'll say this. Hey, get out there. That's all I got to say on that. Get out there. The other thing I want to talk about real quick is those of you who watch this show on the regular have noticed that for some reason or another, I've decided to grow my hair. And I got me a little fro, salt and pepper fro. You know, it's dope. I don't, I don't know if that classifies as a fro yet, man. It, you're right. It's not a little fro. It's you about got, it's about an inch long. Game. You got to step your game up on the fro, man. Like, I mean, look, man. The fact that it's this long is already this is as long as I've ever had this in probably about a decade. So, because I don't, I used to just bald my head. But I decided, think you know, in November, I decided, you know, I'm just not gonna cut my hair. I've been getting I've been getting edge ups, you know, paying like thirty bucks for them because I think that's insane, but whatever. So, I mean, you paying thirty dollars? They enhancing your hairline? That's they, it. No, they're not they, enhancing they, shit. They, 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 they just cutting around they, it. They, they spraying that jing up there. First part, no. They, 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 they up there drawing you a Eddie house. First <laughs> they, they drawing you a Eddie house. First of the all, coldest airline in basketball no. history. Crawled <laughs> up there. No, his shit was natural, baby. Yeah, he nah, he, he he traveled with his barbershop. He was getting cuts between quarters. I've been having a bald <laughs> hair for a, a decade, and my my hairline's still tight. It's right there, baby. It's straight. I'm up. sorry, Dre actually said a funny statement. That's an NBA 2K plus cut number four. <laughs> you, <laughs> he turned you into a creative player. <laughs> so. But yeah, man, it's like, you know, this is month number four, man. I don't know. You know, here's the thing, like, women like the hair. They like to touch it. And I'm just like, how long can I physically, mentally deal with it? Because, you know, it's just not something I I have had in a while. What so is it that you have to deal with, Ruben? I don't it like a lot of hair. It ain't, but yeah, but you say deal with it like it's it's somehow impeding on your lifestyle. Like, are you are you out here getting your wave game up where you got to brush it three million times? Are oh, you I, pick, are you picking it out every am, five minutes? I am combing it every five minutes. I, I mean, look, man, you got because it. I don't I don't want. It's not like my hair is naughty because it's not, but it curls up, man. And I just I like honestly, since we started this show, I've my comb's like literally right here. I've wanted to comb it for at least like ten times already, man. It's it's becoming an obsession, <laughs> and I don't like that. Hey man, you better man, you better put some of that Dax wax in your head, 
brush it and get your 360 wave man <laughs> or you better get one of those sponges and, and do it to get your hair looking all curly no <laughs> somebody was like you should get some soul glow and i smacked him in the face no i ain't say all that see i, ke- I kept it yeah yeah man i had to we had to have a fight because i refuse to put that kind of chemical in my hair but nah man i'm just i don't know i i think i think i'm just gonna probably take I'm gonna probably get rid of it once I move to the house. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to keep it till the. I don't know why. I just, Bro, I just, I don't, I don't understand how having hair has somehow impeded on your lifestyle to the point where <laughs> that's what's on your mind at the end of the podcast. You know what's on my mind? I got hair. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, you know what's on my mind, Ruben? I don't. Yeah, I'm I don't asking. have any hair. I ain't had hair, and you got shit. hair. You got hair on your beard or your face, though. I mean, you know, see, I can't grow that. That's not. I don't have hair on my face, Ruben. Or I just beard. have. I just have lots of follicles of awesomeness <laughs> coming out of this region. <laughs> well, call it what you want, but nah, man. I don't and know. it's just a lace front anyway. Like if anybody who don't You're know, so like, dumb. You know what I'm saying so like dumb. when the show when the show over, I just peel it from back in. <laughs> Hey man, no BS man. I was thinking if I if I can make it till March, I might try to straighten it. Straighten it to what? So it'll be like three inches of straightening? I don't know. Nah, you man. Know, you gonna be out here looking like you about to be in a remake of five heartbeats? <laughs> you know that shit fried, die, and laid to the side. Hey man. <laughs> they made money, why can't I? But yeah, man, nah, that's what it is, man. It's like I'm not used to having hair, and now that I've gotten this is a lot of hair for me so literally i'm becoming like i feel like i gotta comb it all the time and it's kind of it's getting to a point where i think it's it's becoming habit forming so i mean you get over it man like for a while i used to feel the need to like pick my awesomeness like just be all up in it like picking it and now i just do it like you know 20 times a day as opposed to (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, I had to go. I was on a I was on a call the other day, uh, uh, a work call, you know, video and stuff. And I had to switch off the video because I had to comb my hair, man. And I was like, this is starting to affect my work. I gotta do something about this. On oh, totally unrelated note, I wish Patrick Mahomes was a little more arrogant. Like I wish Patrick Mahomes would have pulled out like a cigar and put it in his mouth like Joe Cool. That should have been awesome. You saw him with a cigar. <laughs> Because, man, Patrick Mahomes believes in a little bit of karma, man. And you know what? He don't need to do that. He got his wife for that. I think, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is just... He's just actually a humble guy, man. He got his wife and his brother to be all extra. Because they extra as F. Like, they say super extra. It almost makes you wonder if, if her brother, if his brother is smashing. But they super extra. You know, with that shit. But hey, it is what it is. But yep. So, end of another awesome show. Thank everyone for listening to the show today, whether it be on live or be on the podcast. Um, I also like to thank Mo B for being on the show today. AG, please get well. Hope to see you next week. We will obviously be off for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday, you won't see us. Why? Because we're gonna be watching the damn Super Bowl. That's why nobody's gonna be watching us doing the Super Bowl. So why? Why are we gonna do that? Um. But yeah, once again, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. 
and go to the webpage at um and like and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast so you get the message hey they've updated the podcast because you never know what we update we update the episode and we throw some extra stuff up in there every now and then as well um once again thanks everybody for listening whether you listen to it now or you listen to it when the podcast comes out and of course we will be back next sunday 9 p.m eastern standard time for another brand of craziness about the world that we live in and of course as always love peace hair grease i don't need that no more because my shit's soft soul and Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.